sweating in bed keeping you up at night? Whoa, get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of Purple, the mattress that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple Grid. It allows air to flow through, so you sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com slash sleep in. Terms apply. It's on Spider. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> that made me think about uh, Jason. Yeah. Man, what's good? This is The Reality Is. Where Filton becomes extinct, you know, doing a little something a little different this time. I feel like this is some church, music. church Yeah, take it to church. You yeah. don't got your two step going? No, I told you. Huh? I just told you my story. You guys got to move side to side of your seat. Who side to side of your seat? Ain't nobody even here but me, you, and Spider. <laughs> uh, I be trying to teach you that rhythm, Spider. I have no rhythm. How you black with no rhythm? You got to let the music hit you. Even Spider's shoulders moving. You got to do that little clap. I have to. I have to fake move around when I DJ. You have to, bro. Uh, even if I'm not feeling it. And you know me, I'm a king of not knowing what the words are, but I'm just saying anyway. Clearly. As long as it's in my soul and in my spirit. What you looking like there for? If you know how to whistle, all right, you don't know how to whistle either. I just, no, right. I can whistle. I just can't whistle like a tune. Oh, okay. A consistent tune like that. Uh-huh. Okay. You can cut it, Spider, because she ain't going to dance. All right, man. Well, this is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is Where Filter Becomes Extinct, man. Me and Artesia are here to do a real spill recap episode of what we had, the great time that we had in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for me, it was a phenomenal time to me sit too. up. Oh, you did have a good time? I did. Uh, I, I mean, I did everything you did. Uh, I'm so still- you had a good time. I had a great time. Yeah. Shout out to the homie Jason Huey, man. Like, I'm still on. If you ain't paid, what do you say? If you ain't holler at the, the plug, then you pay too much. <laughs> Shout out to the man, to the homie Jay Hui, man. Shout out to Houston. Houston was great. Got to sit up and interview um, Gabriel Silva. Mm-hmm. His lovely mother, Tiffany Silva, was in the studio. Was that a lot was of amazing. feedback about that episode, too. It was? Mm-hmm. I have gotten some, too. Everybody was like, y'all, he seemed like a cool dude. Yeah. Um, I know the video that we posted with him doing, like, the monologues. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people love that. A lot of people was like, hey, he's very talented. I was like, yeah, he's talented and he's yeah. very regal. Yeah, people going back to watch the movie that he was in previously yep. and people anticipating him. Was it Live back. by Night? Yeah, Live by Night. Live by Night. And then people anticipating him coming back to discuss the movie that was so hush hush on that episode. Yeah, that I almost fucked it up. Yeah, you did. I almost fucked it up just now, too, because I'm excited about it. I know. It. I am I, too. Because it is a big joint. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to somebody today, and I it, it literally almost slips, but I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm yeah, hold it. you got to be it. holding it. It's kind of like I was talking to somebody uh, the other day, and I was like, when I did my interview with Dominique Perry, like, I don't know when I'll release that information. But, like, uh, so Dominique Perry played on HBO's Insecure, mm-hmm. and I know after the podcast was over, she was kind of giving me some insight yeah. on the episode and what was coming up um, on Insecure for the next season. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you can't let it out, though. And I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm at the, I, I think I asked you, I was Thought like, you had the tea. Yeah. I was going to spill all that shit too. <laughs> and I was like, you know what, Artiz? I was like, reach out to Dominique Perry. First of all, see if she wants to come back on the show, mm-hmm. which she said she would. And that's not a question. Yeah. But I was like, see if we can release that audio. Yeah. Like, I, I, I feel like, I mean, cause the storyline was kind of like what she told me. I was like, I could release this to a little small publication and maybe give me a few coins off that. Oh, wow. You turning into the. No, nah, uh, no, nah, I'm not going to be that person. Oh, okay. But I mean, I'm sure I could get some coin off of that. 
Yeah, you could. Yeah. Like, you really could, legit. Yeah, and I was like, I could, I could do some little gossip, gossip blog, and be like, mm-hmm. hey man, drop me a couple stacks, and I'll yeah. give you this, I'll slide you this good information. But I do want to check on her first before we drop it on. That's the difference between my podcast and like other radio shows or podcasts who just try to drop it because you know that's the kind of shit that gives you controversy mm-hmm. but it'll give you it, even if it's negative controversy it's controversy that could catapult you into a certain limelight oh yeah I don't want that limelight yeah what did you enjoy about Houston the most though uh for one getting out of Dallas cause you know I can't stay still too long I have a travel bug so first and foremost getting out of Dallas second of all this is our first time traveling with our team yeah it did feel good shout out to yeah. Poster Boy and Chastity cause I know all shout of, out to Alex Martin yes I know all of like towards the end of last year when we were doing all that traveling, it yeah. was like you kept saying you wish we did, that we had other people to travel with us. Yeah. And you know, of course, um, I mean, I guess we will now going yeah, forward. We will. But this was the first time like our actual team. Yeah. Like this is the reality is seen. Yeah. And so, I had to get out of my own way. That's what I that's what took me so long to come back into the studio because I had just finished uh doing the episode with um Chauncey fam and, and Philip Washington. Mm-hmm. And they were like, Hey man, you know, Houston looked great, you know, you was dapping it up and talking, you know, with Slim Thug, whatever, whatever. Yeah, we'll what's, talk about that later. What's going on? What? what wait, no, what I was just gonna say about people's perceptions. Like, uh, as, right like now. as soon as we, as soon as I know, for me, as soon as I posted the picture on social media, everybody Thirsty. was like liking Use it, commenting. Oh, no. People were texting me. <laughs> yeah, I got back man. to work on yesterday, yeah. and people was like, "Damn, I saw you down in Houston kicking it with Slim Thug," and yeah. I'm jealous. Like, when we going back? We. You ain't been trying to go nowhere Hell with no. me. And you, what you putting in on this trip, nigga? <laughs> what the fuck? Whoever you are. <laughs> but no, that's real, though, for real, because I know I was telling Chauncey and I was like, you know, I wouldn't even took a picture with him if it wasn't for you. Because mm-hmm. like I said, over the last six months, we've been in certain rooms and you always be like, hey, you've already talked to this person or you already interacted with this person. Why not get a picture with him? And yeah. I was like, I just didn't want to seem like a dick rider or a coattail person. But the funny thing about it, too, like I think when you take pictures with people, it's the difference between telling you can tell by body language if people are taking a picture to be like, oh, look what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And you can see if somebody's just like, you know what? I respect the craft. I respect the art. I respect what this person's doing. Yeah. You know, chopped it up, have a little conversation, get a picture. Boom. Mm-hmm. I think uh, for me, it was, I guess, with me telling you to take pictures all yeah. the time, that's the only reason why I did it because yeah. technically I wouldn't do it either. No, you wouldn't. Because I was like, take your <laughs> ass on over there and take a picture. Yeah, you, you kept pushing me and I was like, yeah, I'm going to go in a minute, in a minute. Yeah, going over there and holler at him, see what's good with your man Franklin over there. Franklin eating strawberry cake and shit with yeah. him in the background. I'm like, hey, and that's bro. that was the purpose, like yeah. one of the main goals of to having go down him because he is and fearless with the camera. Like he that's is. that's what he does. And he he will hold the camera up. Yeah, at any event, he doesn't care. That's what he does. Yeah, that's he his was craft. talking to the rich guy dude. Talk to the te- I don't even know all his people's names. Franklin was just behind a table. <laughs> talking to him yeah let me get on video let me yeah. you know keep your mind if I get some video interacting yeah. with him getting their cars and shit but not to be funny when you trying to build a team too that's the kind of people you need around mm-hmm. you because like I was telling him I was like I know my goal and I know my job is behind the mic Yeah, you know what I'm saying I know I can interact with people but mm-hmm. I'm not going to be the person going up to nobody yeah. and I think one of the reasons too and this has helped me when I'm in a room with people like a Slim Thug and Paul Wall was there we didn't, unfortunately we weren't able to get in contact with him but it was like with people like that being in a room I try to move like I'm my own business and entity too. Yeah, when you move, you are. You have to remember that. Yeah, and when you move that way though, it kind of attracts that energy to yeah. you to where people are like, who is this guy walking around with a whole camera crew? Mm-hmm. You know, walking yeah, behind. We were him. the only group with our own camera. Yeah, it was like which was okay. great. Yeah, like. and it was just like, who is this guy walking around with a camera crew walking behind him, taking pictures, talking mm-hmm. to other people, doing this and that? So it's like when you do that, you bring an energy to where people are like. 
who are you? Yeah. And you know, even with the video that 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 Frank so and eloquently shout put out together to him for putting it together and, and turning around time. the same day uh, in a couple of hours. Like we literally went yeah. to the event, left a little bit early. Uh, you was down there with us for a little bit. You know, we was down there critiquing yeah. the video and everything. We sat down in the lobby and we got that shit done in like two yeah. hours. Y'all were locked in, so I decided to break go, away to, the go bar, to the bar and go flirt with some white men. I did not She's go fl- flirt with yeah. white. She like white men. No, I don't. White men like me. Okay. See how she switched that? No, that's. She I mean, that it's show, the truth. That, that you, she switched that shit so fast. I, I, do, I do. Believe, these white dudes. Do I can't like believe you. you just trying to put me I, out there like that. Nah, you fuck. Know, I, I mean, I'm trying to ride with Spider Man. You know, I mean, Spider's cool. Yeah, like, he cool. I, I like white people as friends, but yeah, when they it comes like to you. flirting, they flirt with me. I don't flirt with them. You, yeah, you are a white man's cup of tea. I'm sorry. I don't know. Every time we go somewhere, I remember we went to San Diego one time, Spider, and uh, I was at the bar, and I was like, it was like this white girl, this Asian girl, this black chick. They was telling me, they was like, hey, come here, but I didn't go. So I was like, you know, you know, I'm here with my lady. I ain't gonna go over there. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm talking to Matt, my homeboy Matt. He's Italian, so we chopping it up. And this white dude comes up. Were y'all already talking before you walked up? Well, I went to the bar. I think I was getting you another drink. Mm-hmm. And he said something to me. And he was like, are you here with anybody? And I looked back and I pointed at you. Yeah. And then that's when he walked up. Like when I came I respected back. him, though. He literally walked up. He said, hey, man, you have a beautiful girl. He's like, I was just wondering if you mind if I take her downstairs. Because it was like a three-level club. Take me downstairs. <laughs> yeah, so that's what, yeah. So I had to say that because it's like, you're going to pound yeah, my girl? Please. But yeah, he, but he was like, uh, you mind if I take her downstairs? To, it, I think it was the hip-hop dance yeah. floor downstairs. Yeah. So he's like, you mind if I take her downstairs and dance with he her? No, I couldn't dance. Not at that's all. That's a different story. Yeah, so I was like, are you cool with going? And she was like, yeah. I was like, all right, yeah, cool. it's vacation. But like, see, that's the thing about me, like, and, and it's so crazy because when we were in a relationship, so many people always wondered or been like, was like, how you let him do this and say this and do that? And I'm like- Because I really don't care. But I also was cool with that too. Like, you know, when, like, like I, you say, when we go yeah. on vacation, you don't go on vacation to do the same shit you do at home. Exactly. If you never dance with a white man or an Asian man or whatever, and he comes to you and says, as long as he ain't disrespecting you, why wouldn't you? Exactly. And I think it's about the level of trust that you have with your partner. Like, I trusted that you wouldn't do anything to to disrespect me. Depending so, on how big a booty was. No, I, I mean, I'm I know just, that. I'm, but what... <laughs> But I mean, even in those instances, I yeah. would look and be like, "Yeah, she got a fat ass." Yeah, like, it's true. it is what it is. And you got to be able to have those kind of relationships. Yeah. You know, you got to be able to have that open relationship to be able to talk about that kind of stuff and go from there. So, I, I I think the thing for me that I love about Houston the most, it just it's something that I felt like I could do all the time. Yeah, it really did. Like to like, so we left Friday morning. We drove down there. Mm-hmm. When we got down there, I think we went Maybe to the hotel. Maybe that's why I've been so miserable at work these last. Probably time. so, because it's like when you come <laughs> off a good weekend, you come back to work, and you're like, man, yeah, fuck, fuck this, this bullshit. Shit. I don't want to be here. I want to do what I want to do. Yes. But you shout out to the Ross. It was a Ross semester. Yeah, it was a good. That was a nice hotel. Yeah. Um, the service was cool. You mm-hmm. know, they had a little gala stuff going on there, so the environment was cool that weekend. But the thing I loved about it, we came in, we got got uh, everything settled, mm-hmm. went straight to the studio. Mm-hmm. First interview was Gabe. Shout out again to Gabe. Had a great time talking to him. 12 years old. I did a great job not cursing on the podcast. You did. He was a, actually cursed before he, Yeah, you. he actually cursed before me. You know what I'm saying? But it was like, it was nobody knows, but it was a couple of points in there where I was about to cuss. Mm-hmm. And then I was about to say something about dick. And mm-hmm. then I was like, I, I literally was like focused on my words. Yeah. So if you listen to the podcast, people, thanks for the, those who have already listened. But you, if you go back and listen to episode 180, it was a couple of times where I like kind of paused. And mm-hmm. I had to gather my thoughts and then talk. Yeah. But it was great to do that. And then, you know, the hometown homie Jason came through, did the podcast with him. Um, that was all love. 
And going to Houston, it feels like home. Like, it did. And then I I've guess been playing with you, shit since I've been back. Yeah, and then I guess with Jason coming up to the studios, like yep. that was your hometown connect. Yep. So it was like you even you felt even more at home. Yep. It was dope, man. And then it was like from there, we left there, then hanging out with Frank and Chastity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Going to do dinner. And and they were so open-minded. And that was one of the most refreshing things about the trip, too, is because they were so open-minded. It was kind of like whatever we put out there. or They you know, went they against wanted, it. Yeah, it was like, yeah, sure, let's go. Why not? But we also gave them the, exactly. the opportunity to say, hey, if you want to do something different, we can do something exactly. different. So, And I think it was refreshing because we traveled with a lot of asshats. Yeah. You know, over the last. They only want to do the same, <laughs> the same shit. You know, drink and go, go to, to the love Oh, I go to, and it's like, oh my God, we could do this shit in Dallas. Like, yeah. why are we out here doing this shit? Yeah. So that was refreshing. And then we woke up the next day, um, had something to eat, and then we went to the, what was it, Boss Life Experience? Yes. So I went to the and Boss Life Experience. that was the event that was actually put on by And, you know, like I said, to be out there with Paul Wall, Rich Guy, um, a couple other people, a lot of- old, A lot of uh, local vendors, yeah. you know, black people, up and coming businesses. It was a lot of ass out there, too. Yeah, it um, was. It was a lot of ass. Yeah, they um, had it out. And it was a lot of ass. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They had it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, and the it was summertime a lot of ass. is definitely just, coming. Whew. It might already be here. I think it's already here, Spider. I'm telling you. Spider. I mean, it was all kind. And the thing about it was, like, every white girl I saw, every black girl I saw, every Hispanic I saw. I'm a, if you asking me from all those girls I saw, they seem like the same type of people. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? They Like, here in Dallas, like, you have the kind of prissy white girls, and then you mm-hmm. have the prissy black girls. Mm-hmm. Then you, like, they seem like they were all on the same, like, mm-hmm. H-Town. Like, all of them were the same. Yeah. They, I didn't see no difference in them. Mm-mm. It wasn't. It was no difference. It no. was just fine-ass girls with fat asses. Mm-hmm. And they look and good. I like that little thug the, life for the guys that I saw at the event. Oh yeah, they was. And good. If, if anybody watches the video, you'll see a couple of them. There was yeah. yeah. And it, I, the only thing I do hate is we left earlier than like I we think we got a third. Yeah, because I only because only reason being is because like as dope as it was, I thought it was going to be multiple levels to it, mm-hmm. and it was just like one level. So it's kind of like you so walked it's like in. You can only walk around. Yeah, you so can only much. walk around so much. It was just like a it was a square. So you walk mm-hmm. around. It had all the vendors on the outside, and then on the inside. Um, that's where Slim Thug spot was at. Mm-hmm. You know, he was out mingling, but it's yeah. like his brand was in the middle, like his clothing line. He has some uh, fine girls. Yeah, working for, with ass. Yeah. You know, and then the ass was. I out. don't know if you saw it, but the girl that checked us in when we got there, it was one part where the song came on, and she was literally like twerking her ass off. The only one girl like, that I really focused on, Frank had a little snippet of her in the video. The girl with the patent leather fitted dress. Yeah, my God, my God. Yes, my God, Spider. Like I, Frank was like, "You good?" I was like, "I can't, I can't take my, I can't, I can't take my eyes off her ass." <laughs> I couldn't take my eyes off her ass. I'm sorry. Like she just kept getting up, walking. And I was like, mm-hmm. "She's just so full." Mm-hmm. Mm. Houston was good. <laughs> Houston. So when are you going back? I don't know. I did, ta- I, I did talk to Jason today, and I said, "Hey, yeah. I, you know." I need to set up some interviews, and you know I may have to come back down there and do some business. Yeah, just of course. See. I'm just saying I may just have to go back and see what's going on. <laughs> do some business, handle sum- some business. See what the summertime yeah. is presenting. But no, it was. It, I think, like you said, coming back. I came back Monday. We mm-hmm. came back Sunday. We came back. But Sunday. Monday, when I woke up, I did a little work at home, and then it's like, I literally woke up when you left to go to work, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah. I'm going to start working on the podcast. Yeah. And like you said, you only want to work for yourself. We just talked about that on the previous podcast. It's like, you don't, at this age, you don't, at the, in this day and time, you don't have to really have a nine to five. Yeah. If you find a way to make money, which is what I'm trying to do and what we've been doing is, you know, finding different 
ways to bring in some revenue mm-hmm. for the podcast and the business. Once I start making what I make mm-hmm. or more, I'm oh, done. Yeah. And see, that's the difficult part for me because I've always been, I can't hear, I think, when y'all were talking about the uh, millennials not being afraid to walk off a job. So you was listening through the door? No, I was about to come in. Oh, okay. But I was like, damn, you got some good ears. It's no, a studio door. I could actually hear y'all, y'all really clearly. But I got, Oof. yeah, I walked up right when well, y'all I'll were talking about women, that. I tell you, black women, I tell you, boy, they like spies. <laughs> So, so I got here when y'all were talking about that and I thought about myself because I have been known to like once I get unhappy in a job like I will leave granted I have responsibilities so yeah. I do have to keep that in mind yeah. but yeah when I it was hard to come back to work I know it was yeah. difficult man I think for yeah. me Houston felt different this time too because I think we went a couple of years ago for Valentine's uh, yeah it was for Valentine's Day yeah it was definitely a, a, it felt different though because even when we went it did. We stayed right around the corner from where we was at this we time. Did, it didn't feel it like did the same. It did not feel and the same. And that just goes to show the difference of having an actual purpose. Like, I think we just kind of randomly decided yeah. we're going to go to Houston for Valentine's you Day weekend. It. I did. Yeah. I want to just... give, give you the credit for that because, you know, a lot of times on Valentine's Day, so many times men plan mm-hmm. and we do for whatever. But I've always given you that prop for, you know, whatever. Yeah. It and should be a two-way street. It I should. That. I'll give you a little insight to myself outside of the recap. I went to counseling. I went back to counseling counseling today mm-hmm. so you know this is my third session um and i had basically been telling you i was like i don't think i'm feeling my counselor yeah i was like i don't feel like i'm getting nothing out of this like i just feel like i'm going in and she's just getting me for my paper but it was like <laughs> when i went in today yeah. i think it was more so the way i only like she normally has like a script it feels like that she's going off of yeah but today she's until they get to know you yeah then- so i went in today and she was just talking to me and she was like so how are you feeling and i was like i'm good and she just, it was like, we just had a conversation and mm-hmm. I let off, I, I let off a lot of steam, you know, talked about my brother, mm-hmm. um, talked about all the people who've died around me. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, shout out to, um, I mean, con- my condolences yeah. go out to uh, Waylon Bodley and his family, uh, my homeboy who passed away. Uh, it's crazy. I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that later, but I just want to, you know, make sure yeah. I got that in there because I meant to say it on the last episode, but she was just talking to me about everything and I was telling her about whatever. And, you know, she was asking about me and you. And I was like, yeah, we've been broken up for like almost, what, six, seven months? Six months. It's been half a year. Yeah. And I know like uh, people reached out to you because on a couple episodes ago when we interviewed Georgetta Foreman, mm-hmm. you know, I was like uh, my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And it still rolls off the tongue because I actually did that in therapy today, too, because she was like, so what about your ex? I was like, oh, my girl, she. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, well, you still seem close to her. I was like, I respect her. I was like, this, this is the best person I've ever been with in reference to whatever and you know the issues we had and I kind of you know I talked to her about that and I was like outside of those issues we don't have a problem we've never had a problem Mm -hmm. you know and she's like so how are you gonna handle that I was like I don't know I was like, that's, that's the what person. I'm here for. You know, I, I, yeah, I was like, yeah, that's what the fuck you supposed to be doing, bitch. I'm paying you. Not bitch, because she's a cool no, person. But um, I was just like, I don't know. I was like, it's when you it's difficult dating nowadays because just like we just talked to on the last episode where people will think that I'm doing more than what I am doing right now. Mm-hmm. And they see the rooms that you've been in. So they equate those rooms that you've been in with a certain amount of money mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and they, people start trying to imaginarily count your coin yeah. and that not even money we, that now, may be what we named the podcast access. imaginarily counting the coin mm-hmm. money and access yeah and people just be like well if he has this or he's doing this I want this we deal with a lot of that on, on podcasting front mm-hmm. where we have people trying to find a way into hey how can we do something to work with you guys or work for you guys but we've had so many times where people they want to work with us and work for us and they don't do anything but try to suck the game dry mm-hmm. and then they keep it moving to try. Now, even though these people that we know have tried to do it have failed, 
and yeah. felt miserable. I'm 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 petty. Yeah. I'm petty. You know, sometimes <laughs> when you do business with people and people be like, Well, I do I wish you best No, motherfucker, I hope you fail at everything in life after this. Ooh, I don't want you to <laughs> succeed at shit. If a motherfucker I, I hope somebody says yes you can come and when you get there say, We don't see you on the list. <laughs> That's how petty I am. If you've done I me wrong, say- damn you. I would say I would want that to happen in certain instances, but overall, I don't wish. No, I don't wish to work, but it's one or two people in life that I'm like, if they died tomorrow, it wouldn't bother me. A a tear wouldn't drop from my eye. Yeah. If they filed bankruptcy chapter seven and 11 or 12, 13 or 14, wouldn't bother me none. You deserve it. I don't believe in continuing wishing people well who don't Mm -hmm. deserve it. And I think I've come to that realization because six people that I have known that are like literally mm-hmm. in my six degrees of separation circle have died. Mm-hmm. And it's like these people are good people to talk about Waylon. Um, you know, when I got back, you came into the room and I was like, oh, I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah, I was watching TV and I kept hearing and I thought something went wrong with what you were working. Because I was editing. The, I was yeah. editing in the podcast. And I was like, oh, shit. Nah, <laughs> but it was like I heard that he died and like I immediately like kind of cried. And I didn't even expect mm-hmm. to cry. But I was like, why are all these good people yeah. dying? And we got a lot of whole ass bitch ass people that are still living, fucking over people, doing people wrong, and it's like they're succeeding. Yeah. And even if they're not succeeding, it's like you're still breathing air that good people could be taken. This, like, Waylon should be here. Yeah. And it was so crazy because I was, um, when I was reading through, like, the comments and stuff, yeah. because it happened on Easter. Which and you was didn't even also, know him. No, it was also April Fool's Day, so it was, like, so many people, like, please tell me this is a joke. Please tell me this is a joke. I didn't even think about like, that. That is true. Was, he, like, everybody was saying how great of a guy he was yeah. and how and he I told would do you, anything for, for his any, family. Yeah. And, you know, it was just like. And it's crazy that, you know, you hear the term that, you know, a lot of times we work ourselves to death. Mm-hmm. And that's literally what he did, bro. That's how he died. Like, he, he's liter- he was literally supposed to get married in less than two months. Mm-hmm. And he has two little girls. And basically, he was working and working extra hours to pay for the wedding. So he was supposed to get off that night after working a night shift but he was like I'll take an extra shift as a driver Mm. and he fell asleep at the wheel bro and ran into a diesel man Mm. and I was like oof I am not about to cry woo man I can only imagine what his um, fiance is going through right now yeah yeah, and I was just like, you know what, my condolences, and it it, it fucked me up because I just talked to him a couple days, uh, a couple months, like a month or so ago, because we were talking in reference. He always got people to come together to play, like in this flag football league. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I just talked to this guy. Yeah, and other people were saying the same thing because yeah. he was getting the team together. Yeah, so that's crazy. Yeah, I think you just had like a little mini counseling session here because yeah. you started off talking about what happened in the session today. Yeah. I don't even think you finished that. But there, but I always <laughs> say podcast is therapeutic yeah. to me, you know. But it was good talking to her today. Like I said. I I was able to unload a lot of stuff. Um, the first two sessions, I think the thing that we came out and found out, I don't know if we it was we talked about it on the podcast. I, I think, think we you didn't talked release. about it a little bit. But I was just basically, I was like, oh, okay, I got abandonment issues. Like mm-hmm. people always, and it, and oh yeah, we didn't release that episode. Yeah, we did. But I was like, yeah, I'm glad well, you finally realized it. I may release that episode, but I didn't release it because some of the things that we had, not me and you, but some of the things that I had said on that episode, I have reconciled mm-hmm. some of that with some people. So I was like, I don't want to put no shit out like that because yeah. they're going to be like, damn. I mean, even though I could tell people how I really feel to their face, mm-hmm. but I was just like, it it doesn't make sense to put that episode out. Yeah. Maybe I'll do it years down the line and be like, hey, this is something Unreleased you missed. content. Yeah, and drop it like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. But I am ready for the next thing. We're trying to go to Texacana next. Mm-hmm. Um, basically in Texacana, for all the homies listening, man, um, I've already talked to the homie BJ, the homie DJ, BJ, BJ DJ. DJ. Um, 
my homeboy Tyler. You know, well, basically he's like my nephew. Yeah. And um, well, he's he was my nephew when they were my brother and his mom were married. But I still claim him as my nephew. I don't think you can let that shit go. No. After it started, but I've talked to them and we're already in the works of putting it together. Um, to work on a documentary for back home. Um, interviewing a couple of you know rappers and um, talented people in Texarkana, just kind of represent. Texarkana has a lot of talent. It I didn't realize sh- that until I started dating you. Yeah, it's a lot of talent, and a lot we don't get a. The reason it, it's like that is because a lot of the talent that we have, some go on to make it, and then some don't. Mm-hmm. Like I won't say his name, but I got a homeboy. Like I, you didn't even know, but when I told you about him, you found out. Oh, he done did her. You know, Beyonce, yeah. her Rihanna, her. He done created a lash line mm-hmm. that all of these Hollywood people are doing. A couple of guys who in the NFL now, been in the major leagues, in college right now, getting ready to go to the pros, uh, dudes who are making big moves in certain industries. And it's like, yeah. we doing it. Shout out to the homie Pookie, man. Miracle's Closet mm-hmm. just got his brand, his clothing line accepted in um, Atlanta. Not awesome. Atlanta, Texas, Atlanta, Georgia. You know, Texas <laughs> yeah, you has all it. these big name cities <laughs> yeah. in small Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Italy, Texas. Mm-hmm. All of this shit. Oh, but Atlanta, Georgia, the ATL. Yeah, so he went from Texas, you know, having this thing. And, to, and, the, and the reason what's so dope about Pookie is, is motherfucker went to jail. Mm-hmm. Came out. We just talked about that on the last episode, talking about people who go to jail. Like, it is a market for you coming out and being re- reforming yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, the industry, you know, corporate America may not give you a second chance. Yeah. But you got to make a second. And I, I, repre- I, I love that about him. He came out. He created a brand. Mm-hmm. He pushed the brand and he pushed the brand. The brand kept getting better. And now it's opening up in stores in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. You can't beat that shit. No. You know, not. shout out to the homie Jason Huey. You know what I'm saying? The W brand. Mm-hmm. He pushing that shit. I got one of his hats on right now. The, the shirt is quality. The jogging pants is quality. And we worked out some shit. Like, I, I, I think Houston was dope because we came back with business plans. Exactly. That's why I said that's the difference of having a purpose. Yeah. Yeah, last uh, time was just kind of a random. Let's yeah. go do it. It was fun. The podcast is leveling up on some new shit yeah. that's coming out that you won't allow me to talk about on air right no. now, but it's coming. <laughs> yes, you know it, it, it's it's definitely coming. Yeah, I'm gonna be quiet. Yes, please do. But I do want to ride our own dick right now. We did get hit by a PR firm out of Seattle. Yeah, who reached out to us about some people that they wanted us to interview. Mm-hmm. So we may be, you know, we are, and it's so. I think I spoke that shit into existence. Remember when I put that shit on the thing and I was like, hey, we coming here, 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 here. And you was yeah. like, oh, so we going here. And I think it was Portland, but it's yeah. still in the same area. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, it's like it came into existence and they reached out and it was like, hey, this, have you been on that? Mm-hmm. Okay. But the guy was just like, you know how to yeah, I know. But it's like dope <laughs> for people to be reaching out to us from other places. Yes. Like, And then we just heard, you know, we got back and one of the things that we were hearing, people were like, uh. Y'all are really good at what y'all do. Y'all ever thought about relocating to L.A., New York, yeah. D.C.? And we Moving like into a bigger market. Yeah, and we like, yeah, yeah. we we have, yeah. but you got kids, so you yeah, just stand and I'm up not and moving go. until they graduate. So I was like, maybe I, I have been looking at relocating. I, I said I'll give Dallas another year. Mm-hmm. What I really would love to do because the market here, if it's not popping here, why not bring it here? You know, mm-hmm. why not be the ones to create it? Exactly, you and know? then you can create it here and still have and just still it network elsewhere. and travel, and yeah. that's my thing. That's, Be- yeah, that's no, my thing ahead. as being a parent is like yeah, and just like after uh, the last time we were here, and we'll fill Spider in on it too. But like when we was talking to Mike at, off air, mm-hmm. you know, we was talking to him, and it's like we came up and we was like we got a lot of the same interests exactly. And I think the reason I think the reason we are being blessed at this point in the podcasting game is we are genuine people, mm-hmm. and like we when like. When Spider first did our show, 
we me and Spider linked up. Like he been following on social media, yeah. liking shit. I see you, Spider. Yeah. I said I see him showing that support. We appreciate that. And I was like, that's love. Mm-hmm. And then you know we talked to Mike. Mike follows Mike. You know whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like other people. The, but the scary part about it is other people really are trying to come in and do the shit we're doing. Yeah. The only thing, I don't mind people don't doing think, that. I don't think it's as scary as it used to be No, it's not because I know they can't catch because up. Because before, I know you were kind of like, oh, this person's biting and every look, like you would call me, you would text me, you'd be like, look at this shit. I used this to be person, mad. Like you would be so mad. I don't but talk I about think it no now more. that we've leveled up. It ain't even leveling. Like, it's just outworking the competition no, what I'm or the people who think like are in competition with you. on the way to where we're going even yeah. further. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what? Let them let them try to do what, what we're doing. Yeah. I didn't even want to talk about and when we first started, you know, recording here at MZ Studios, I was mm-hmm. like, I want to keep this shit hush hush. But then I was like, why keep it hush hush? Why not let all these people who want to do whatever put money in the Mike's pocket? Mm-hmm. He a good dude. Yeah. Come on over here and put money in Mike's pocket. Mm-hmm. Even though your show might be shitty, you can still come <laughs> on over here and, and, and give this dude your money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he deserves that. He up here... What I he's mean, doing and here, he's, and he's reinvesting it. He, and like, he's and always asking mm-hmm. the shows that are coming in here, what can I do better? Mm-hmm. You tell me what so other studio is like, asking that. Yeah, because it's not like they just get your money and they patting their pockets yeah. with it. It's like Fishbowl Radio. <laughs> I'll throw, throw it and see if it sticks. He's been doing you know, his own show for so long. Yeah. He knows the position you're in. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what I like working for him. Yeah. And see, how many times you hear somebody say, I like working for somebody? Not too You many don't. Times. Yeah. You fucking don't. And Mike has a passion. And I think that's the thing. Like when I sit up and I watch him, like he's passionate about mm-hmm. doing it. He'll come off the road and come in from somewhere to come straight. The, like that Saturday. Oh my God. Cause oh yeah, 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 yeah. he was like leaving to go to a friend's wedding. Oh, thing and then he said he was going like, to drive out there. He was going to drive all the way out there just to make stay for 15 minutes and come, and come right back. Cause he had to run a show. But that's why I fuck with uh, Franklin too, because he's the same way. Yeah. You know, he was on the road with us in Houston. Now he's back in Austin. Yeah. You know, then he got to get ready to go to OKC. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you just fuck with people who have the same intent that you have. Yeah. And if you fuck with real people, they're going to be like, I see what he doing. I know that struggle. I'm going to mm-hmm. pour into that person. And then when you see that person pouring into you, it's only right exactly. that you pour back into that person. Exactly. And when Mike when Mike was telling us, I mean, you know how many times we don't record it over the time? Oh, yeah. And Mike ain't sent no extra bill? Yeah. And we'll tell him. And he's I'll be like, like bro, I'll pay good. you. He'll be like, nah, you good. <laughs> like, how you? And then I, and it was funny because we saw I saw another studio here in Dallas, and I was like, damn, that's pretty. That's like a dope studio. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I can't leave Mike. Nah. I, I was like, I'm, 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 I'm gonna be here for a while. Yeah. I was like, I ain't going nowhere because I go over there, and just because it looked good, you go over there and then you get fucked. It looked good here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's like sometimes you gotta, and that's one thing I learned. You can't keep jumping from I'm boat to boat. So glad you finally learned. Spider, oh my, my nigga, I used to be a jumping fool. He was putting me through, y'all. I would jump from here to and there. Like, but no, and then he'd be like, well, you can't just try. You thought I was trying to hold you back. No, I didn't. I, wouldn't, I didn't think he was trying to hold me back. It's just like when you're in, a, and when you're in a, a part where you're like so serious about leveling up and trying to do better, mm-hmm. you want better quality. This quality is good. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I would go at Fishbowl. We're we supposed to be in the studio. And I felt like we was just outside with wind gusting. And <laughs> I was like, why the fuck am I paying my money you here? You know what I really feel good about? I wish those? I could take them episodes back and oh do something to like, because I, I go back sometimes, no shit, Spider. I go back sometimes and I listen to those episodes and I be like, who the fuck was listening to this shit? <laughs> and that's what I try to help with the new podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why we are charging mm-hmm. for our services now because it's like we giving y'all the game where you ain't got to go to three years that I went to figure out how to get this good or mm-hmm. how to get to this quality level. 
we're giving you the game to say, hey, come here, do this, do that. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, you think you ain't going to pay when I put in thousands of dollars to get to this point? Yeah. You goddamn right you paying. Well, speaking of studios, I was going to say the one thing that I am really happy about from Houston is the new studio that we had. Oh, to go to Houston? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Barron Studios. That was a good studio. Dude was pretty cool. I was kind of nervous because I did all of this online and just calling and trying to figure out what's what. Yeah. And finally settled on them and we got there and you were like oh this shit is amazing yeah, I was it, like, it's good and it was kind of like they had the same some of the same <laughs> stuff that you guys i was like this is good. the only difference was like they had like y'all stuff is behind there it's like their stuff was like out it was mm-hmm. just a small yeah. it was, the room was actually smaller you couldn't get yeah it was only like literally you could only have three or four max. people in there yeah so but it, like the quality was good so and i think that was the thing that i was worried about because i was like how do you know this shit gonna be good? Yeah, I was so nervous, but as soon as you sat down and you were like, "Well, actually, when you walked in the room, in closing, yeah," and you were like, "This shit," I was like, "Okay, good." Yeah. And then it was like, I think I felt more at home. I felt like a kid again, fucking with Gabe, though. Yeah, he had me giggling. Even though and shit. he's not your typical kid, no, he's not. That nigga he, regal as shit. I, and I told him, I said, I never thought I would meet somebody like my son. Yeah, he texts me. Um, <laughs> So he was hit me up and he reminds you that for the listeners, he's 12. Mm-hmm. So I adopted him as my brother when I was like, hey, man, I'm adopting you. I was like, I always wanted a little brother. So you are officially my little brother. He's mm-hmm. like, all right. And his mom was like, he going to hold you to that. Yeah. So he was hit me up on Instagram in the inbox. And I was like, I shot him my number and I was like, just hit me here. Mm-hmm. So he said, hold on, let me find this text message. <laughs> oh, yeah. This shit was so funny. Hold on. Where is it at? Please let me find it real quick. OK, so I went back. Let me find that first one. I was working on. I said, "All right." I said, "Hey, this." He said, "When I sent him the message on Instagram, I was like, hey, this is my number. You know, lock me in.'" Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Well, here go my number. Lock me in." So I texted him. I said, "Hey, this big bro, lock me in." He said, "I got you. Lock me in too." I said, "Done." He's like, "Sweet, mom is working from home today since I have my audition to go to. She could put." Uh, he was like, "She was working on the website stuff." So I was talking to him. He's like, "I don't know if I told you, I like cacti. I think they are called." He was like, "No." He said, "I don't know if I told you, I like cacti. I think they are called that." I call my group of friends Cacti Nation. So with you being my friend, I want to welcome you to the Cacti Nation. <laughs> I said, well, thank you, young brother. <laughs> and then like every time we take something, he'll put like the, a cactus. Mm-hmm. Like if you look, he got like three cactus here. <laughs> I don't know if the three cactus mean I told a super dope joke. He got one t- cacti here. Maybe I told some corny shit. He gave me another. So I was like, it's just cool because I always wanted like a little kid brother. And yeah. it's like to have him now. Mm-hmm. It's dope. I got yeah. a movie star for and a Tiffany, kid brother. Tiffany texted me and she was like, you know, thanks for coming. Yeah. And she was talking about the impression that you made on him and talking about the fact that y'all were texting back and forth yeah. that morning. He cool, man. And I was like, yeah. People, and, and, and people try to say I'm not a cool person. I got a 12-year-old kid texting me. I'm texting with no cuss words in return. You tell me who could turn off a cuss word machine like that. Yeah. Because I be. It's I, amazing. Yeah, I be. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was close. I even want like when he was talking about girls, mm-hmm. I yeah, I was like, oh okay. I was like, I can't say pussy. I was praying. <laughs> I was like, Lord, please don't yeah. let this go left. And then his mom was there and I was like, okay. Yeah. But when he went into that little monologue, mm-hmm. that shit was dope. Yeah. It was the, I think it's Very like. professional. And he stopped, his voice stopped cracking too. Mm-hmm. Like his voice, cause he's, you know, he's a teen. So mm-hmm. it's like his voice is changed. It's like, yeah, man. And then it was like, when he went into that role, it was like, boom. Yeah. It's like, damn, Gabe with the good hurt. Talent. It is, man. All right, well, I'm getting a potter. I'm hungry. You hungry? Yes. I am. So uh, this is the reality is. This is real spill. We don't really do much. Spider, as always, man, I appreciate you, bro, yeah, for, sure. uh, for, for you know, standing in, doing the producing, man. We may not see Mike, but tell Mike I said what up. Yeah. And um, I need to try and find me 
smoke good, feel good. Alrighty then. <laughs> Why you be acting nervous? I'm not nervous. What is it? That? I think you can ride around with a fourth, right? Not a fourth. What you can? What you, oh, you can ride around with a QP now. Oh, a what? And, and get a ticket for a quarter pound. A quarter. Okay, that's why I fist out. There. That's real I shit. I didn't know it was. Yeah, it's up to the cop, unfortunately. So, well, you, so oh, you can still get yeah. fucked with, but it's up to a QP that yeah. can write you. A I'm ticket. black, Spider. Yeah. I can't be. I can't walk out with no quarter. They'll be trying to chunk my ass. Especially, yeah, you see this T-shirt my, I got on, black by my, popular <laughs> demand. They'll be like, get this nigga in the pen. That's why my pen comes in handy. What pen? My um little pen. Uh, you they, don't even they, use that I shit. I do use it, bro. I bought all this fucking pen. That shit nice. is sitting in my house. It is so. That's because you used that's it my all. Pen. The last of it. Well, you ain't. And when we try to get some more. Yeah. You can get some more. It's more people selling pens. Well, I don't know that person. I don't know that. That's your lane. That's what you do for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> it felt good seeing Jason, man. Yeah, I could tell y'all like um, two kids. It's good to know people who know you. Oh, yeah. I think that's the thing. Because y'all share stories. It's, yeah. it's good to know people who know you to where it's like, and the reason I say that, like, my, I, you know, my uh, character has been in question. Lately, by certain only people, only by some questionable people. Very true, but it's like it's. <laughs> but you know, even when questionable people question your character, it still sometimes make you question yourself. Yeah, because you'd be like, "How the fuck would? He, why would somebody say this about me when yeah. they I, you thought they knew you?" Yeah. So they knew what they wanted to know or know about you. And they, uh, what's the word? I don't know the word I'm looking for. But I did not know that Infinity Stone comes out the twenty. Infinity is it Infinity War? Uh, I, I believe. Think, I think so. Yeah, Infinity it War. Is. I didn't know that came out this month. Yeah. I need to get my ticket. Yeah. But Movies I'm not, rolling quick. We only going to uh, what uh, Alamo Draft House. Yeah. That's it, where I'm going. That's where you go. That's fun. It's dope. Yeah. yeah. Where you going? There's are you one, going to watch uh, it? Oh, you said we need to go. It just depends on yeah, when it that is. A, you say on one of days? Yeah, when it is. I yeah. barely right now. I barely ever get time to go see movies. Well, man, I want to set something up, man. We got to hang out with y'all too, because I. When are you? You got another show coming up? Uh, not tonight. Not tonight. You got one this weekend. Uh, no. Nope. If you nope. do have well, the next one, you do have just inbox me on Instagram and let me know because I definitely want to come not out. The show oh, uh, here. No, not yeah, the show yeah, here. Yeah, like yeah, with, yeah you. your DJ uh, show. DJ. No, yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday, I plan tomorrow. Yeah, where are you gonna be at? Henderson Tap House. Oh, you, uh, I like that. I wanted to go there. Yeah, I've never been gotta, there. Dude, they got a badass uh, steak night. That's I play after the steak night. It's like a twenty ounce steak, twenty ounce beer for twenty bucks. That's right up your alley. And uh, and then yeah, I play yeah, music yeah. after that. It turns into a trap night at the end of the night. Yeah. But before that, I can play some decent stuff. Is that every Wednesday? Mm-hmm. So you do that every Wednesday? Yeah. I, I can't I can't come tomorrow, but I know I can come next Wednesday. God damn it! You get twenty dollars. You get a steak and and a beer and some fries for twenty bucks. It's a <laughs> big ass steak. Dude. You can't beat that shit. You I think I, I think that filet mignon is out of my system. That shit was amazing. I've never met. What is it, Matt? What do we go? Magianos. That. Oh that, yeah, yeah. I've never been there. We went to the steakhouse out the bar. That steak was so goddamn good. It was juicy. I ain't never stay- tasted steak this juicy like pussy. <laughs> that steak was juicy. Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you. You didn't eat it. No, I well, didn't. Well, you ain't never ate no pussy before either, but, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you have in another life. Who are I? No. This is the thing about this motherfucker. I don't know nothing about her until yes, I know it about her. Yes, you do. <laughs> you know everything about me. No, I have not. Okay. Well, you kind of looked at me like, I may have tasted some tank. Now, I just no 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 no. You know. <laughs> I don't know. I was just asking. I was just you know trying to make sure. All right, man. Let me get up out here. I'm hungry. This is the reality. Is where filter becomes extinct. Real spill. You know where to find us at. So no need for me to do no call to action on y'all ass. You know what it is. Uh, oh, that's what I got to tell y'all. I'm taking a couple of weeks off. I was tired, boss. You know what I'm saying. 
I literally looked at our, our our catalog and I was like, boom, boom, boom. From January to now, we've done like 30 shows already. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's damn near for the year. If I was putting, for all y'all niggas who think y'all could keep up, we out here putting two to three episodes out every week. Quality content. Mm-hmm. Like a real radio show. Yeah. Y'all can keep sticking to that once every 10 days and once every two weeks. It don't take us that long to come up with good content. And I thank the universe for sending these good people and this good content. You thought I was going to say God, didn't you? No. Ha-ha. I knew you weren't going to say that. Ha-ha. I knew you weren't going to say that. I'm not going to say that. I ain't, you, before I go, that's what I talked to my counselor about today. What I got? How many minutes I got? Oh, shit. No time. We'll do it for the next time. <laughs> that's probably, you know what? God probably saving my crazy ass. Yeah. So we out of here. We'll check y'all on the next time. Thank you to all the listeners who continue to listen and support the Reality Is podcast. As I always say, we would not be here without you guys. It's a million times I wanted to give up. Shout out to Mike Zavala here at MZ Studios. Shout out to the homie Spider. Go check out some dope music. Get you a 20 ounce. Is it a 20 ounce steak? Yeah. And a beer on Wednesdays at Henderson Tap House. He plays dope music. Check him out. What's your name on uh, Instagram, Spider? Uh, I think it's Spider the DJ. Spider the DJ. I'm uh, Sir Robert Poe on Instagram. The reality is with a T-H-A, the reality is on Instagram. No RTZ on Instagram, even though she ain't going to allow nobody to follow her. So she going to vet the <laughs> shit out your ass before she allow you to follow you her. You can follow me elsewhere at No RTZ. Just shoot your shot. What kind of shot? No, I'm just saying, Wait send the request. No, send, send the request, and I will see if I accept it or not. All right, man, we out here. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Oh, in three weeks. Peace. Still I'm cool like the fall. I can creep and I can crawl. It's that boy Paul Wall, and I'ma tell all y'all. D Davis on my side. Took them twenties off my ride. Now I glide like Clyde. I might ride with blind side on oh, my boy Big Tight. Paul Wall could catch boppers if I rode on a bike, but I'ma ride in big body with my cousin Scotty. When I pass his turn, people say good golly. It's that boy Paul Wally, keep it high like Tabasco. Hold it down like plaster, I got more ice than Alaska. Acres home is my hood, the Soto is my street. All those speed bumps messing up my 20 inch feet. And it just don't stop, Antoine's the block. I got 20 inch anchors so my car don't hop. But my trunk show pop, I got more waves than the ocean. When my speaker starts smoking, then my trunk start choking. My blown fuse got broken. I done blown up my Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's The Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Sweating in bed keeping you up at night? Okay, get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of purple. The mattress, that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple Grid. It allows air to flow through so you can sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com slash sleep in. Terms apply.